Welcome to SBCA's Lumber Connection Podcast, where we discuss today's market and explore tomorrow's trends. Here's our host, Molly Butts. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Lumber Connection. It is the week of November 8th, and as always, I'm joined by my regular experts, Justin Binning and Ken Timmons. Welcome back to the studio today, guys. How are you both doing? Hey there, Molly. It's a great day. How are you? Good, good. Thank you. We were chatting just before we came online that uh, I was preparing for today's podcast and looking through some things, and I'm seeing housing starts are strong and retail demand is up, and then I saw the word discount, and I was like, huh, I can't wait to talk to the guys today. So I'm going to just hand it right over to both of you and say, can you give me a snapshot of the lumber market? Yeah, so a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about how there's, you know, some opportunity coming, some price choppiness, you know, good time to secure some fiber, cover needs, that sort of thing. And that's certainly been happening over the last couple of weeks. The products that were looking soft two weeks ago continue to be soft. And the products that we said would continue to be kind of tight in supply, mostly high grade for cordstock, has continued to be tight. We're seeing a bit more of the same. Uh, so basically, we're perfect. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, that's what he's saying. Yeah. 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 I, I, I think that is what we're. You can say it, Ken. Yeah. It's okay. You can say it all. Yeah, everyone <laughs> should buy every stick of lumber ever. <laughs> They're always right. Ever. No, yes. Yeah. Never. Yeah. There's a few interesting things going on this morning. There was a, a large log deck fire at the West Fraser Quinnell Mill. That's a one of the largest uh, Western mills in production. So that's significant. Mm-hmm. There's a little futures blip in activity following that early this morning. Um, you know, it's an interesting time. Very digestive. Guys definitely have wood bought. Reload facilities around the country are relatively full. Uh, there's embargoes going around for no more cars to this place or that place, that sort of thing. So there's not a ton of participation going on on either side. Mills aren't necessarily scared or nervous or sweaty to go sell more wood. They're leaning on two, three, four week order file knowing that winter maintenance and shutdowns are coming um, and their production is limited as is. So they're sitting okay and customers likewise are sitting pretty good on the other side of things. I think big picture, the markets, this this opportunity window, this, this um, choppiness, likely kind of a hard backstop to when that might take place. I think it's mid-December, knowing that there's a lot of Q1 business in the pipeline pent up. And guys typically like to run their inventories down at the end of the year. January is almost always a restocking month unless, you know, there was no inventory rundown in December to start with. Last year, for example, we just ran right through the winter months. Anyway, knowing that I think mid-December is a hard backstop kind of makes me think, okay, around Thanksgiving is a good time to look at, you know, buying a bigger chunk of wood. And, you know, with that thought process, I want to be in front of the market, maybe little bit before Thanksgiving, right? So it feels like it's far away, but you know, not necessarily so. While the market is providing great opportunities today to lock in stuff, I don't want people to be lulled to sleep. So I think we're going to continue to see a similar pattern the next few weeks. It would not shock me to see if something changed around the week of Thanksgiving in demand in the marketplace. Very well said. And usually Ken's the one saying that because because he has to follow me, but um no, I think um, I think he's spot on with where he's saying things. I wouldn't disagree at all. What's funny is it's like we're sitting here. We've we've had again, you know, some correction in pricing. You know, studs, nine foot studs, leading the way, kind of on the downside, and they're they're kind of the, the bellwether item on both sides of the trade, whether it's up or down. 
they tend to lead uh, the trend for for other items, and that that's the case here that we've seen here recently as, as well. Prices, you know, some cracks have formed in four inch and six inch as well. But the interesting thing is purchasing and liquidity in the marketplace has still been extremely good, um, and, and and everybody seems to be kind of on the same page in regards to how they are structuring their their purchasing and their buying. They're not too emotionally invested one way or the other. They want to stay kind of lean and mean to finish out the year. And then we'll see what, you know, and then I want to start buying some wood to come in in January. Like that is like, everybody's kind of saying the same thing. But, you know, again, business is very good out there. Inventory is relatively lean. And so the, the inability to stay out of the market for any extended period of time, you know, doesn't exist. They can't. And so, you know, what I'm seeing from, you know, I feel like on a secondary standpoint, it's relatively clean. Mills still carrying some order files on certain items and there's still a lot of strength in a lot of things. So it's not in this like terrible down, everybody's, you know, bad market or any, by any means. With that said, I think we, we face some real challenges as we turn the calendar over into 22. I'm very concerned logistically um, with what we've got going on uh, from a trucking standpoint. Well, there's so much unknown still. There's an article out here recently in regards to vaccine mandates and what it would do to our trucking industry. We could lose up to 37% of the truckers that we have right now because of that come January. What does that do? A year historically, when we look at rail cars and the and rail transportation, wintertime is, is the nemesis, right? Snow and ice, that doesn't help. So I think that problem, that that transportation problem is going to continue to digress at the same time that we're going to have this big, large influx of buying happening at the same time. And it's going to be uh, interesting, to say the least. That's not the verbiage I wanted to use, but I think you catch my drift. So the problem is it's like everybody kind of does the same thing at the same times, right? Everybody's kind of staying out of the market. Now we're going to have this big push here. Uh, in between now and eight weeks, everybody's going to come in and want to buy wood, and it's going to be it's going to be kind of ugly. So, I think the the smart ones are taking advantage of the deals now. They're presenting some firm offers. They're letting their you know their 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 business partners out there, whether if they're buying from Bill Direct or through a wholesaler, they're they're giving some opportunities and and you know quietly building some inventory here. You've had futures kind of finally kind of come in line with uh, with cash for, for November. Not much spread there. Slight discount to cash at this point. But anyways, I look for uh, things to get interesting here before too long again. It seems like there's there's some room for some movement one way or the other, right? We're just kind of, we've been hovering a little bit. That's the word that comes to mind. Yeah, yeah, we, I guess we have. I mean, I doesn't feel, I wouldn't know. I don't know if, if I would say hovering. I mean, there's there's certainly been movement. You know, uh, in Yellow Pine, there's been tons of movement. Spruce has been kind of hovering. We I mean, certainly have some downward movement right now with studs. Again, nine foot kind of leading that charge. But I mean, there's always, at least from my desk, it feels like there's always movement, right? Every day it does uh, for the most part. But I, I see your point, you know, a little bit as well. It feels like the quiet before the storm to me. Yeah, I, maybe just to clarify a little bit, when I say hovering, I'm really talking more about, you know, movement and price, but it sounds like you're more talking about transactions. Is that sort of where the difference lies in what we're saying? Not necessarily. I think it's it's partly too, is we're so diversified in our business and we're tra- we trade so many products that I don't, I don't get, you know, kind of 
fixated on one thing because we've got we represent uh, eight different departments on our, our trading floor. And so I, it feels like always something's always changing, whether that's panels or industrial products and boards, and cedar or European lumber versus spruce or Eastern. Where there's always a trade that's happening or something's shifting and changing or yellow pine and two by four, you can't find it's red hot. And all of a sudden, two by six is, is breaking ground and getting softer. Logs are getting better. Supply is starting to out, outweigh demand. It just We're in this business where it's just always feels like there's this constant uh, change, you know, sometimes it's more robust and in your face, but at the end of the day, it's always moving. I have one more question kind of related to that trucking new 37% of truckers is it's not good anyway. Is there anything positive coming out of the transportation sector right now? There isn't. No. And, and, and the, you know, again, I, I, I hope I've never, I, I think we've been consistent in our messaging here over the last, you know, I don't know, six months plus that it's problems only going to get worse. And I'm sorry, there's no, you know, quote unquote hope at the time being. Yeah. I mean, our supply chain is, is not in a good place right now. And again, if, you know, certain people have their way on certain things, it's just going to get worse. And if we want it to get better, like we got to act fast and like, or we got to stop, you know, with with some of these things we are trying to do, or, or we're, we're just going to compound the issue. I mean, we think it's bad right now. This might be pretty good. And we'll be we'll be yearning for the days of, of early November in, you know, <laughs> three months. Well, and unfortunately, I'm about to follow up with, with a question on transportation related that might also be bad news, but I'd like some information from you guys because I didn't quite, I maybe get the whole picture. I read recently that it sounds like in Canada, British Columbia, they're talking about halting some harvest in some of the old growth forest areas as a result of the old growth strategic review, which actually occurred, what, last April, I think. But is that going to have some sort of impact short or long term on on the lumber market for all of us? Yes, absolutely. And I think that the Canadians are pretty smart. I think they've seen a lot of this stuff coming for a long, long time. And I know we've, I've touched on this in several podcasts about their um, aggressiveness in the South and buying um, U.S. timberland and, and, and sawmills. Um, they continue to um, because of the lack of production and the future lack of production and things like this. So with the, the amount of land that they're talking about, that's that's the overall affected sawmills, I guess, bottom line. So it's all coastal coastal mills. But um, certainly anytime you have a, a something like that, I know from a knee-jerk kind of instant reaction, shot the futures board up. We, come, you know, we were just boards lagging, dragging the markets. And then you got, you heard about that, that release, and they flushed some things on the, uh, on the old board and that, that got uh, hot and heavy there for, for a couple of days. So I do, you know, again, uh, any time that we're continuing to do more as an industry and we continue to lose more uh, from a production of the products that, that are a direct correlation and tied to, to what we need to do to build, it's going to have an effect. Yeah. I mean, I remember having conversations with you guys a month or two ago, and I was looking through, you know, a bunch of new sawmills coming online, not today or tomorrow, but, you know, either early next year, or even maybe as far out as early into 2023. And now we're talking about, what, 15 or 20 sawmills potentially closing. We can't bring the lumber online faster than it's going to get closed off, it sounds like. That's a little bit scary. No, you're absolutely right. And, and, and again, that transition is happening in the South. So that's where the void has got to get filled is from Southern production in yellow pine. And um, so we'll, we'll continue to see see that be the area of growth and, and ultimately the replacement for Western spruce. 
and kind of the future of, of lumber throughout the United States. And just lightly touch on, and again, I'm no expert uh, in regards to European lumber, but um, I do know that, um, you know, there's there seems to be, um, because of container issues and lack of, there's less material coming into the ports uh, from a European standpoint as well. So something else to take into consideration. So really outside of the South, and that's the only real area for any potential future growth of, 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 of production is the South and, and everywhere else. It's just kind of like, feel like we're just losing more. Yeah. You know, that's interesting. I, as I came into the podcast this afternoon, I thought, well, you know, looking at what's happening out there in print, you know, things are I'm, status quo is probably not quite the right word, but like you've said, you know, there's certainly stuff moving in, in some directions, but nothing, you know, earth shattering going on right now. And yet I think we've come up with some pretty interesting stuff to talk about today. So I just wonder if you guys have any last words before we wrap up. I don't want to miss anything crucial. I think for, for me, I, I kind of touched on it already and it, it, it always kind of is great, going to ring true for me. I guess I've, I've used the same one as, uh, a lot. Take advantage of some of these pricing that you're seeing right now especially if it's a kind of a driver item for, for you and your business. Um, you know, and, and again, I guess it's just, you know, you have a close confidant on who you, who you can trust and give you the right information here as you navigate the, the end of the year. But don't be fooled. The end of the year is fast, fastly approaching. You got a couple of holiday weeks. So I think six weeks left, six, seven weeks of, uh, of working weeks um, and we're done. And just remember, everybody's thinking the same thing, which is I'm going to buy some wood soon, but not right now. So, you know, um, when do you get your best deal after everybody already bought or before everybody bought? So the best deals happen when nobody's buying, if that makes any sense. That's what a wise man once told me, but it, but it does make a lot of sense. So we're kind of in that moment. We're in that window. Now that window can close quick and fast. If business looks good for you for the first quarter and you see some things, start buying some wood. I mean, really, that's what I'd be doing. And we are buying some wood. We're buying the deals too. I'm still hearing people are busy, so that's good. Ken, any final words from you? No, I, I completely agree with Justin. And we probably are kind of a broken record on that one, but just have the suppliers you trust, communicate with them, keep your head up. I don't have a food reference this week, but I got a sports reference. Everyone wants to be a baller, right? You don't want to be dribbling down the court looking at your shoes like a third grader, right? You want to be Michael Jordan or LeBron James or Kobe Bryant or whoever you are, right? Balling. So keep, keep your head up, keep your sights further out than eight weeks, right? Look big picture, Q1, Q2, yeah. make a plan, communicate your plan with your vendors and go out and kill it. This is a great time to be in our industry. Awesome. Well, I mean, broken record or not, guys, I think those are excellent words for all of us to be living by right now. And I do think that that probably wraps up our episode for this week. But Justin, Ken, I just, as always, thank you for your time and your continued enthusiasm and expertise. I've enjoyed our time together and I look forward to our next installment. I hope you both have a great evening. You too. Always fun. Always a pleasure. And thanks to, uh, to our listeners and all their support as well. Thank you, guys. This has been a Lumber Connection podcast by SBCA. If you have a question you'd like a guest to answer on a future podcast, send it to podcast at sbcacomponents.com.